I'm not talking like it's so cold your wiener looks like a button. Like <laughs> I'm not. Mm, look how tiny your peepee is. <laughs> a button. wine too i want all the drinks all right you guys uh here we go ladies and gentlemen i have here in the podcast studio jessica aunties <sighs> people are screaming and cheering wait who are those people that are screaming and cheering they're everyone they're who saw her cobras. on ravinia tv <laughs> and uh, wgn yes ravinia tv wgn news twice in like one week Holy yeah, shit. She's a celebrity. She's a, a real celeb. I actually didn't see the WGN thing. What was that? Uh, so WGN came. So I've, I've been doing this uh, sketch for Ravinia TV and WGN came and did a oh. fake slash real report. So like they did like a fake report for the sake of the sketch. But then it was really broadcasted on WGN talking about how like Ravinia is doing Ravinia TV. Um, and then the other WGN thing was our tree ladies, the local women react oh, yeah. to fallen trees. Yep. So I can give you a link to that if you want to see it. Hashtag. <laughs> we'll put it, we'll put it in the link to the podcast so you can <laughs> check it out, everybody. <laughs> I feel like uh, you are <laughs> on top of your, uh, like video game thing. with, uh, Carrie. You know, and she's even more so than me. She's she knows a lot about the ticks and the talks, and I'm just like, I don't know. So I like to have these all lined up. Gonna, <laughs> there we go, perfectly. We're gonna we have go. three beverages here, everybody who's listening in. We have wine, coffee, and tap water. The water turned to wine, like <laughs> well, his Lord and yes. His blessings on you every morning, everyone. Okay, Namaste, wherever you believe. We've already given it away. I'm very excited that Jessica's here because not only is she an improviser and sketch comedian and famous on Ravinia TV, <laughs> but uh, we both also have like uh, a pretty in-depth religious upbringing that mm-hmm. that would be fun to talk about. Cats out of the bag. Cats out of the bag. Uh, the beans have been spilled. No, meow meow beans. <laughs> Um. So, this will be a real hoot. Okay. Yeah. So, what? What? Like, what do you want to talk about? Oh, I would love to hear more. So, Jehovah's Witness, right? Yeah, was raised a Jehovah's Witness as a child, not practicing anymore. Uh, and and I feel like there's very seldomly like there's like it's not like there's diet Jehovah's Witness or like like jehovah's witness light right it's like you're i feel like if you're in it you're in it right yeah and that's the way i felt like too like i grew up in like a big evangelical church Uh uh-huh um it was a uh like a mega crying my mascara is just bothering me let it out that's what the wine's for and then uppers downers okay (laughs) (laughs) self-medicating i'm sorry stop talking (laughs) i feel like um i feel like some of those like it's like being like it's like on the same spectrum as like being Amish it's like they're all like a way of life almost mm-hmm. you know so it's like you're in when you're in you're in yeah you're um in. and so it's uh I feel like culturally you can like live in the states and like have an entirely different upbringing just based off of like the religion you came up in mm-hmm. right like 
someone who grew up uh, in an evangelical like mega church and like very sin- uh, like sincere like religious beliefs, I just like I didn't like listen to <laughs> like the regular music people were listening to. Mm. It wasn't DC Talk. It wasn't Newsboys. It wasn't like these Christian bands. I didn't like. Wasn't allowed to watch like PG-13 and up rated movies. Huh. So it's like, there's so much culturally when I grew up that I like missed out on Interesting. or like experienced later as an adult. Huh. See, I think my parents, while strict, were not super confining. Oh, okay. I, as, as in my upbringing, I feel like I would know, I wouldn't say it was jw light but i would okay. say maybe it's i don't know not even diet but it like, was an orthodox it was like well moderate i think my parents recognized like hey my kids are human <laughs> and like i think my parents both have a very very good sense of humor and um like to play and i think they've they worked really hard to make sure that we were happy and we didn't feel as excluded as maybe a lot of other kids did. So you had good parents. Yeah. Um, yes. And, you know, I think... They Which is a reasonable thing that any parent should do, regardless of... Yeah. Like- I, th- I think I think they didn't... While they made it a very big priority in my life, mm-hmm. I mean, it was very much like... We go to what's called meetings Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. We go knock on doors on Saturdays. I wasn't allowed to do sports or plays or things like that. Or blood transfusions. Or blood transfusions. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't need one. Uh, but we weren't uh, we weren't allowed to, to do that because we weren't allowed to, like, associate with kids that were not, asso- not Jehovah's Witnesses. Like, you can go to school, but uh, I wasn't supposed to say the pledge. So, like... I would stand up every morning and be like this while everybody else was like this. Or if a kid brought birthday cupcakes. Did you ever get grief for that? Not really. Um, my every like my parents would always have a meeting with the teacher at the beginning of the school yeah, year yeah. and be like, hey, this is the situation. And teachers were always very respectful and like kind about it. Nobody oh, was okay. ever like, are you sure you don't want to say the pledge? <laughs> like nobody yeah. was, I, th- I had good teachers. So you may talk to other people grow- who grew up in whatever religion be like my tortured past. I don't, I don't feel like I was like in pain <laughs> or, uh, But I definitely there's there's aspects of that that I think have like trickled into adulthood. But like, like the fact that like, okay, you know, somebody brought cupcakes for their birthday, I had to go sit in the hallway while everyone else. Oh, because they're celebrating a birthday. Yeah. And and you can't celebrate birthdays as a Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. (gasps) Wow. Yeah. So like that, (laughs) I always joke like that. You know, me as an adult now, I'm like, I get two cupcakes because <laughs> I'm making up. <laughs> and I get to take myself out for ice cream afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Just because there wasn't going to be ice cream. <laughs> well, <Doesn't> today matters. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was definitely like a thing. And, and it seems minor, but it's like, 
being the kid who has to get up and excuse themselves from fun <laughs> yeah. was hard. Yeah, it is hard when you're a kid. Or like not coming or like I couldn't skip school on the Halloween parade. I had to go sit in the principal's oh. office and wait for the yes. parade to be done. Like So he, I you like the things you've said I already like can relate to uh-huh. and agree with that. Like one, I didn't grow up in having an awful childhood. Yeah. Like my childhood was awesome, yeah. wonderful, lovely. Um, but there's some things about it that are like, like at times felt either tough or like <laughs> now more in retrospect, actually like felt weird. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, we didn't do that. And like, yeah, it, it felt, you know, it feels so normal as a kid when you're in it. People are always like, you explain like your religious upbringing, bringing to people who didn't have something similar or as intense. Um, and they're like, what? And you're like, no, no, no. It's actually kind of normal. <laughs> or, or like it felt normal to me. Sure. And I didn't feel like. Well, and I think, I think these customs that everybody does mean like, sure, that's normal because everybody's doing them, but it doesn't mean that like, those are great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know, like, my parents did a really good job of creating other opportunities. Like my grandma, my grandma was not a Jehovah's, or is not a Jehovah's Witness, but you know, respectfully, she was like, "Hey, I don't get to celebrate their birthdays anymore." So my parents converted when I was in third grade. I wasn't born into it, which is which I think is pretty interesting to have parents who like convert to something very like a, very intense like that because I feel like most people have you know, made up their minds about religion. Yeah. You know, but at that age. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Like they came to my parents' door. My mom was like, I'm going to fight these people. And then she was like, I don't actually like what they're saying. Like, <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. And yeah. Do you remember like the day that happened and everything? I don't think they brought us into it until Okay. I don't know if you were like sitting later. at the dinner table. <laughs> yeah. Get him, mom. She came back like a different woman. Like, <laughs> oh, you're glowing. <laughs> Uh, uh, did you know that jesus has been on this earth since 1914 <laughs> you've been doing some i did a little jehovah's witness research some, uh, I, 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 well i think yeah i forget that there's a significance in 1914 but now my parents watch us are gonna be like you're <laughs> we failed you uh, which we're, let's, let's put the brakes real quick because we we talked before we even like started recording of like there's this feeling of like when you're talking about religion it's like like Man, like you might not think this way anymore, mm-hmm. and you might not feel this way, but there's also this feeling of like, like, uh, the love and respect you have for people who do, mm-hmm. and like how like in our like conversations about it, we're like, <laughs> like, I like my family was very religious. Like, I think they're awesome, and I think they're amazing. Yeah, and like, um, though I wouldn't agree with them on everything anymore. There's like no part of me that has like ill will towards. Mm-hmm you know, what my family believes or other people believe religiously. Sure. I mean, and across the stepping board, Stepping on, stepping carefully, stepping real carefully, <laughs> do uh, Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. I mean, like, and my parents even still to this day, they're just like, you need to get right with God and mm-hmm. you need to establish a relationship again. And I'm just like, that's what you believe. Um. I, I don't I don't know. I think it's like I think it's a personal thing and like mm. logging how many hours you spend knocking on people's doors or sh- like I'm here. Everybody see that I'm here. Everybody everybody notices that I'm active. Okay, great. 
All right. I'm a good Christian. <laughs> right. Like, it just is like, what are your other actions besides that? What, oh, sure. What are the things that you're doing in your life to actually show love and kindness to people, regardless age, gender, race, demographic, like economic status? I just feel like there's like some check boxes and it's like, I'm a good person, but you're oh, going sure. to hell. It's a way you can <laughs> well, measure. Jehovah's your... Witnesses don't believe in hell, but <laughs> it's a way you can measure. Oh, they don't. Mm-mm. Well, isn't that something? So uh, <laughs> I've always felt good about I'm, that. I'm, I'm not going Jeho- there. I'm going to give Jehovah's Witness some extra points right <laughs> yeah. now, because if there's anything in religion that just like doesn't settle correctly is the idea that like you believe in a, all loving being who is going to send the majority of the world to eternal suffering. Well, I didn't say that they don't believe in something. Oh, <laughs> oh, what's the what? Johnny, if you turn your Bible oh to Revelation, <laughs> what is this other place I don't know well, about? So they believe in uh, Armageddon, right, and the destruction of anybody who is not um, i've seen the movie yes so ben affleck's gonna come back uh actually bruce willis comes back because he goes and he dies on the asteroid uh no so so it's it's destruction of you know anything with like this system of things uh along with like satan and you know people who don't uh who haven't sided with god and then um chosen people are supposed to survive through that and live eternally on earth. And then there's supposed to be 144,000 people from the beginning of time who are supposed to rule with God. Right? So only 144,000 people go to heaven. The rest of the good people Ooh. stay on earth. Oh boy. That's not many. That's not many at all. No. <laughs> so And the rest of the, so the rest of the chosen people stay on earth? Mhm. And then there's like this hope of Do they a, live eternally? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then there's a hope of a resurrection for anybody and they get a second judgment uh after And how many people get called up in that casting call? I <laughs> You're going to get a call back. <laughs> you're going to get a call back. Yeah. Oh my goodness, it's a call back. I hope I get it. It's like a chorus line, okay? So God <laughs> is the director. <laughs> oh god, I feel bad. Uh but like uh yeah so so there's there's like a second i can't so like there's like the idea of like oh it showed that like jesus came back to life so there's the hope that other people can come back to life and so eventually there's a belief that like the earth will be a paradise and nobody will ever die oh okay and then what (laughs) happened what happened to the people who weren't the elect and weren't good enough to make it to Earth. Do you know? Uh, they are sent to like eternal destruction, right? Like complete sleep. Like there's no concept of like because they believe there's like there's no mention of hell in the Bible. There's just like, or the, but then there's like, what is it like? Gehenna is a word. There's like an area where they burned trash outside of Jerusalem. Yeah. Oh my god, I yeah, can't believe yeah, yeah. both. And that's what they refer to. And that's like when you're dead, you're dead. Okay. Right? But there's which no to me, like Which to spirit. me that seems a little bit more fair. Like, I mean I feel like if anything is already going for the Jehovah's Witness after hearing this much, that seems more reasonable. Like everything right. about mm-hmm. the the belief that like 
the majority of the world would go and suffer forever is like uh, a heartbreaking, awful, sad belief. That yeah, it's like, like, why are we here? <laughs> which I would be like, you know, like, I don't know what kind of mental gymnastics you have to do if you believe that to actually think that the person in charge of that and the person who set up that game is a good benevolent person. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah, that has always been a mind boggling um, aspect for well, me of what of people's belief in hell. And even just the, con- I mean, like, we're getting a little deep here, but we're we're three we're sips into get- wine, <laughs> so why not? This uh, is oh, and uh, I'm accidentally doing some advertising. This is oh La Grange 360 Trader La Joe's Grand wine. J A La Grand Jessica Antis. Feel so, free to sponsor this podcast. Thank you, La Grange. Um, <laughs> so I mean, like the idea of an afterlife is and sorry this might be where people turn it off i don't know but like the idea of an afterlife i think is such a human construct of like we can't admit that we die Mm. okay like plants die dogs die cats die chickens die like what makes us above i i don't know that might be me being completely arrogant and egotistical but i don't I don't know. I don't know the answer, and I shouldn't know the answer because well, you already, I'm alive. You already have, you know, um, interestingly enough, in your uh, Jehovah's Witness beliefs, the concept of death, mm-hmm. where it's like, I guess in some cir- Christian circles, other Christian circles, or however you want to frame it, <laughs> um, there's, you know, people are like, hey, you die, or like, or you get eternal life. It's like, well... It sounds like you don't ever lose conscience, consciousness if you live forever in hell. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, even for like a majority of people, like um, with Christian beliefs and believe in hell, they don't, I guess they don't really believe in death for anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas a, you already have in Jehovah's Witness um, beliefs that you, <laughs> there's a, people who die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and and right now, I mean, like, I am not, oops, uh, I'm not, I don't know, like, <laughs> excuse me, um, I, 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 right now I think I'm at the point, like, I don't know what I believe. Mm, okay. Because, and I, I don't know, I just, I just think so much is, has been created to um, control people and to shy away from the fact that like death is so final (laughs) and i i just like i i don't know i like i watch like the seasons change and i watch you know cycles of life Mm -hmm. in every other piece but like why are humans above that i just i i i don't know i like i'll say it i'm comfortable with the fact that if i'm dead i'm dead (laughs) like i think i've lived my life my memory can live on because I was on WGN under Vinia TV. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. Uh, but I, I mean, like, I don't know. I just, I just don't. I, I don't feel like there's something afterwards. Mm. And if there is, awesome. But if there's not, I'm okay with it. <laughs> Interesting. You know, I think like the dynamics totally change. Like when you think of like. 
<sighs> man, what's what's more heavy? Like people like dying and there being nothing or people dying some people getting to go to paradise and some people being tortured forever it's like well if i had to pick i would say it would probably just be better that people died you know what i mean um i mean like think about like this is getting real real freaking dark (laughs) but like who knew jessica could talk about things other than tits and poop i know i'm just like could you please stop talking for about tits and poop for Um, Uh, jessica literally came in looked at this uh coffee vessel that i made (laughs) and immediately was like it looks like what'd you say it looks like tits it does look like tits there's like two droopy tits look hang on there's like two skinny legs yeah see that's obviously that's obviously balls right there oh okay okay it's a it's a and this is yeah this is the the wiener oh i see yeah i purposely some very warm you know carrie and i were just talking about balls before i came over here like when balls we'll get back to religion but we were talking about like balls being like taut and like up against the body and then when it's like warm out they're like it's like hanging silly putty They're and it's so gross and those are it's si- a complete personality change yeah right it's like two sides of a person and like the droopy side like cool man whatever whatever hey. oh you want to have sex probably not right now because they're it's too hot it's and so i will hot. say this as a, a a human who has balls <laughs> the droopy side's way better really uh, yeah even if it means like you know, sticking to the side of your leg more. Oh, I see or so whatever. many men go, I would like, rather there's something unsettling about like like they're cold, they're bothered or something, and they're like Whoa. like there's something a little bit physically I, unsettling about that. <laughs> Maybe it's like I don't know. I mean aesthetically, I think a taut ball sack is more pleasing. <laughs> oh no way. <laughs> to me. But maybe someone huh. else likes a low-hanging set. It, you know, to each their own. What if There's... it's like super top? Oh, if it's like, it's so, I'm not talking like it's so cold, <laughs> your wiener looks like a button. Like, <laughs> I'm not, mm, look how tiny your pee is. <laughs> a button. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know. But, but, but we aside. Let's say it was like a normal length, but like your balls are that tight, like because it's like you just jumped in ice water. Is that aesthetic? Is that no ice water balls? No, I'm just talking like I'm just thinking about the people I've been with and taut versus low hanging. You know who you are if you're watching. Uh, is this the clip you're gonna put up on instagram (laughs) yes uh i don't even know where we were oh we were were gonna get we were gonna get dark and heavy we were talking about death in the afterlife and then we skipped to balls (laughs) it's all it's all a part of the experience Mm -hmm. of life right Mm -hmm. um circle of life I, i wanted to go back to so, like, even though some things might seem, like, intense or, like, um, like, oh, that's pretty, like, that's pretty poignant that this is what you do in, like, your church or whatever. There's some things already that you said that I'm, like, yeah, I'm cool with that. One was, like, 
the religious belief that there's no hell. Uh, two was like not saying the pledge to the flag. Mm. I'm cool with that. Yeah. I'm all like, I'm all about like um, our country being like a pretty stinking good country and having some great things going for it. But the idea that like you need to pledge to this country um, any sort of allegiance. Mm. No, thank you. I, mean, I can support this country and not put my hand over my heart and like say an oath of allegiance to it. And I feel like mo- more people should be turned off by that uh, than are. Yeah. Like you can you can be fine with this country. You could you could serve. You could do whatever you need and not have to like pledge an oath to a flag. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy talk because sometimes countries do bad things. Yeah. And sometimes countries are completely out of line. Oh, never the U.S. But (laughs) if there ever came a time or place when your country was out of line, why have you pledged an allegiance to it? It's like that's... That's not. That's no good. That's well, and it's like no this bueno. like weird chant that like you zone out and you're like, I pledge, I pledge allegiance and to the flag. flag. I should every single Monday through Friday yeah. in the elementary school. And you know what? When I was a little kid, I was like, Ugh. and I like sometimes I'd be like, Good for you. Good. For, you 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 pretended to murmur it just so people weren't like looking at yeah, you. Yeah, I didn't want to stand out. Like, I pretended to murmur it too sometimes just because I thought like. Talking first thing in the morning, my voice felt weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, is that shit is so weird. I mean, like, I don't know. I I just like there there was so much uh, exclusion. Yeah, and like even to this day, like I've I've definitely been thinking about this a lot in the last few years. Being like, huh, like there is. Sometimes there's this like, oh, I don't belong. Everybody hates me. Do I actually fit in here kind of feeling? Because I was so removed from people that like I had to exclude myself. And now I'm like, am I doing this right? And like, I think, and I was thinking about this this morning because it it was like we, you know, we had talked about like this is something we kind of want to touch on. But like, you know, even like I think like the the improv scene, I was like, oh my god, this is like the first time that like I'm like, yeah, you fit in here, and like, I don't know. I think that was like a huge appeal, like in like some transition in my life, being like, oh, like you can find a place somewhere versus, yeah, uh, this like forced like removal of oneself. I mean, like I was forced to be friends with so many kids. Excuse me. When I when I was growing up, because it was just like, well, these are kids you're allowed to play with, versus like making your own choice. I don't know. Yeah, it's a weird thing. You know what is not weird and just completely human is that this idea of whatever you grew up in, of like it affecting you the rest of your life, mm-hmm. for good or for bad, no matter um, where you say out on paper what you actually believe or mm-hmm. like you know now as an adult. Um, my brother and I talk about this too and like with his uh, boyfriend and like my husband doesn't understand it as well, but um, about like, um, like I, I, I grew up with a lot of guilt and like how it can sneak back in and uh, even as an adult and like shame and all that can sneak back in and like I'll probably never 
not ever have those feelings. Mm-hmm. Like I just have a guilty conscience in general. Like it, it not only does it ex- extend from like uh, separating from some beliefs that like I had like as a kid, but also like I every time I pass a police officer, <laughs> get nervous yeah. as a white man who doesn't get hassled by the police you know what i mean it's not like i have a real like legit thing like um like black americans have to deal with you know or like a fear but i am always nervous passing a a police officer because i just have so much guilt in my life i'm like i know i didn't do anything bad oh yeah but i'm like like a policeman they don't know like i i did something i i I can walk past a police officer and feel guilty like uh i just I, i i definitely have a lot of guilt in my life and i feel like you know it's part and parcel of my upbringing well it's it's funny that you bring that up too because my dad is was a police officer for 40 years oh <laughs> so okay i always felt like a criminal every day of my life <laughs> <laughs> like, rightly so though rightly yeah, so i mean it was always like i'm not playing games just tell me or like <laughs> i know you're lying to me and it's like I, I i didn't i didn't eat that i didn't i didn't eat your candy like it was like it was constantly like, I mean, even still like to this day, I'm like, I'm terrified of my father. Cause it's like, my dad's an awesome dude, but my God, sometimes he like, he's got that police cop vibe. Yeah. Like he just officially fully retired this spring. 40 years Okay, is wild. Yep. Uh, but yeah, like, like I'm not playing games or like, that's not a threat. That's a promise. Like it was always like, ah, <laughs> like growing up. So yeah, I had some uh, authorities, <laughs> like not only like strong religious upbringing, but also, yes, a police officer father. It was a very uh, confusing thing. And also, you're not really supposed to be a police officer as a Jehovah's Witness. Uh, so like my... <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Well, you're not supposed to carry a weapon. Did your dad carry a weapon? Well, yeah, he's a cop. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to, just yeah. wanted to check. Uh, so, like, he did he couldn't have certain privileges within the congregation because he had this career. But he's like, well, I'm not going to change jobs. And so, like, it was always like, well, you can't advance in the church uh, if you're going to continue being a cop. But you can like, still be a part of it. Yeah, it wasn't a deal breaker. Yeah, talk to me about blood transfusions. Um, so if I don't you know get a blood transfusion, are I don't know you, a lot about are you it. ostracized or is it just not not a good thing? I think it, it's rooted it. somewhere in scripture. Like you're not supposed to ingest blood, blood or of an animal. Or yeah, you're eating. So I think it's so, sounds like Levitical law. Yeah, and I, I I'm not. I don't totally. No, I I like I remember being a kid being like, yeah, I have my no blood transfusion card, but I don't remember that's so scary yeah that's so scary yeah so if you ultimately needed it life or death as a child like you would have had to not i guess so yeah yeah my parents would have not let me get one and relied on (sighs) alternative methods or prayer (laughs) yeah yep um which is scary because i feel like yeah like we're given the gift of science and life-saving techniques like why yeah. is that a thing um it's also very but I, don't, I don't know a ton about it to like totally you're not an to authority it. on blood transfusions in uh jehovah's witness church yeah. <laughs> yeah which is by the way i wanted to ask this jehovah's witness is completely the same as latter-day saints or is there some crossover uh, some not? again so i i have not practiced since i was 
20. Okay. Um, I'm now 38. But <laughs> She's pretty bad. She's pretty I'm, I'm 38. So it's, you know, I've been out of it almost as long as I was in it. Well, yeah, yeah I didn't even, I've been out of it longer than I was in it. So okay. some like adult ki- kind of stuff, I, I'm not completely fully well-versed in. Like some of the stuff was like, oh, my mom and dad said this. So yeah. Um, what was what was it you just asked me? Oh, uh, Latter Day Saints. Yeah. Um, Did you guys call yourself Latter Day Saints? Mm-mm. No, I think they're two different religions. Um, oh. So there's like who's who's all in Utah? Mormons. That's Mormons. Are they Latter Day Saints? I don't know. Oh boy, I should know that. Yeah. I feel like I feel like a lot of these kind of like branched off around like the same time period. It was all like mid 1800s. Mormons are also um, have like recent contact with like scripture and yeah. you know what i mean like <clears throat> yeah as same as jehovah's witnesses no jehovah's witnesses uh they i believe they believe you can tell me from when i <laughs> did my research on <laughs> uh, um was that um in uh, 1914 um jesus came back to earth kind of uh invisible to us and um Originally, 1914 was supposed to be the beginning of Armageddon, which I you think picked was... a good date because you picked the beginning of World War I. Um, and then they've kind of adjusted as things didn't pan out the way they thought they were going to pan out. They've kind of adjusted some of that yeah. belief. But that seems like more of a um, <clears throat> recent contact <laughs> than like 2,000 years ago. Yeah, I think I think like there's a lot like based in like math and like the book of Daniel and these like gold rings around a tree or something. Oh, that's, gold rings around a tree? Yeah. Mormons have like plates. They found plates. Well, this is something that's like in like Old Testament stuff that they're like, oh, according oh, oh, to this, blah, 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 this adds up to this. I don't remember. Okay. I remember like sitting in Bible study as a kid being like. <laughs> <laughs> there's an equation on the board. Yeah. And just like, well, because like. Oh, man. So you would go to what's called the Kingdom Hall, right? That's like the name of the churches, yes, right? I Kingdom remember seeing, there was a Kingdom Hall in our uh, uh, like city we grew up in there. Oh, I really? I seeing that, yeah. Uh, so you would do Kingdom Halls Tuesdays and Sundays. And on Thursday night was book study night. And you, So we're already three nights a week. Yes. So on, on book study night, it's usually in people's houses. And it'd be like, oh, this family hosts... 20 something people for a smaller group study every week. The best part of that was is the first week of, the first week of every month was treat night and people would bring desserts and you'd be like, God, when is this over cuz I really want those lemon bars. That's like, amazing. We had uh, I remember like they had like Bible studies at people house, people's houses and like as a kid like we had to go play in the basement. Yeah. But then they would come down the stairs <laughs> and they had this like woman always brought down this like it was a like literally a pyramid of uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches oh my that God. were like cut into quarters and stacked into a pyramid shape. <laughs> and we were all like, yeah. <laughs> when they came down the stairs, oh, yeah. and we just like gobbled them up. I, oh man. I still think about this banana cake with this cream cheese frosting that Sherry Stern used to make. Sherry Stern? Sherry Stern. Okay. Uh, Tell me more. Oh, I mean, it was just delicious. So listen, if you're like, if so far you're listening and you're like, um, maybe I will convert to one of these religions you get a great cherry cheesecake uh would you say uh, yeah you get a you get a dessert once a you month a dessert. why not 
So think about that before you make any decisions. I am not selling religion here. (laughs) I hope that that is clear. I am not. (laughs) I'm not. But there is a dessert once a month. But let's be fair to the religion, okay? You're not selling it. Mm -hmm. But the people who get together do a dessert once a month. (laughs) And I think if we're going to give it an honest shake, we have to say that. (laughs) You know, it... (laughs) You can't drink. You, you can't get a. You can drink. You can drink. Yeah. What? Yeah. There are lots well, of people getting hoisted. Okay. I mean, That's, probably not I'm so surprised. excessively, but I thought yeah, you you were you're allowed to drink. Wow. Okay. And, so, all right, another plus. Yeah. It was it. <laughs> I don't know. Why I'm trying to sell Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> I keep saying, okay, you this. say Christianity. How do you say Jehovah's Witnessism? What is that word? Was it your, uh, there's Christian One of Jehovah's Witnesses. Okay. You can become one of, Je- if you become one of the Jehovah's Witness, you is. can drink. You can have this fun cake once a month. Mm-hmm. But no smoking, Sherryston. no premarital sex. Um, pish posh. Pish posh. <laughs> uh, you can't carry a gun. Uh but they'll make allowances. You just can't move up. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, there's, I mean, look, most people get what's called disfellowshipped because of sex. <laughs> I mean, it's like, Is, can you get back in? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Talk to me about disfellowship. Um, well, in my family, multiple people have just been disfellowshipped. We won't name any names. Times. It's just you know, uh, it's a personal thing. Well, it is a personal harm, but like <laughs> she's forty years old. She's forty years old. Not forty-eight. Don't make it sound 48. like forty-eight. Thirty-eight. <laughs> she's forty-eight. Uh, forty-eight. More like twenty-eight. Yeah, twenty-eight years old. Um, <laughs> so if you if you if you mess so if you mess up, you are disfellowshipped therefore removed from the church mm-hmm. you are not allowed to you're it's it's shunning like a amish religion right yeah, like yeah, yeah. i mean like you can still come to all the meetings but like you have to sit in the back <gasps> people don't talk to you they don't look at you Whoa. like it's this like oh, it sounds like you don't like gay coming out yeah <laughs> i like it's 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 this everyone, like, like you is are everyone removed. like nice to you, but obviously there's something going on behind the they, scene. You're you're pretty much invisible. Dang, wow. Um, but like if you've got some really good friends, they might be like, <laughs> they'll you know, give like, you a slice of that. Yeah, that cake. That cake. <laughs> no, not even that. Like you have really? to leave before all like the like association after the meeting is over and or. Yeah, after the meeting's over and like people like stay and hang out, like you're pretty much like, okay, prayer's done, you're out. Like you can't like stay and hang out. Um, it's kind of a sad thing. Which there's a, there's a decent amount of that, right? In like um, that belief system um, that like <laughs> you, like technically, if, if you leave the church, there's like people are supposed to be like not yeah. associate with you anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can which, which do it. A very powerful, um, I'm, I'm going to say it, like fear thing. Absolutely. Right? Like to be like, I'm going to like lose my family over this, right? I lose my whole social network. I use, I lose my friends. I lose my family. Jessica, yeah. Which is like a decent amount of what kept me in the closet for a long time. Sure. Is even like after maybe I um, had mentally like 
switched over and been like, okay, hold on. Some of this doesn't add up. I'm I'm okay and comfortable on a personal level of being gay. And like I'm accepting of other gay people. But I can't come out of the closet right now because the cost is too high. Yeah. Because like I love my family. And like I love the community I grew up in. And like I don't want to lose that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and it is like, oh, I can't be my authentic self because I, yeah, I will lose everything. Or like, I can't engage in a normal human behavior. I want to have sex with someone I love, but maybe I'm not ready to get married. Yet. <laughs> like, I mean, there, like there, there was a big moment in my life, the biggest reason I left. And I don't know if you want to hear about that story. Do you want to share it? Oh, I don't mind. Okay. Um, so like, <laughs> okay, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was 20 years old. I had, so my parents got divorced. <laughs> no, my parents got divorced when I was 18. Okay. So my dad, uh, well, I, I don't need to unpack all that stuff, sure, sure, but sure. like my parents got divorced when I was 18. My, both my parents ended up getting disfellowshipped. My sister was disfellowshipped. I never got baptized. So uh, you were you nev- never fellowshipped then in that case? Yeah, I I, I was never, you were never officially a, a Jehovah's Witness. My oh. brother and I never got baptized. Oh, okay. Um, so you can only get disfellowshipped if you're baptized. Gotcha. Um, so so you can, you can't get broken up with if you're not technically <sighs> a boyfriend and girlfriend. I'm not into labels. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's what everyone says who doesn't like commitment. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, uh, so like my, it, so it was my mom, my dad, my sister. They were all gone, and I was like, okay, well, this is all I know. I'm 18 years old. I guess like my brother was 15. I was like, I guess I'll keep us going. It was just me and him going, going, going. And then I was like, oh, going to the to the services and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, and I was. You know, still hanging out with all my social groups and all this stuff. But I was like, you know, I want to go to college. I want to do all this. And my brother was kind of like going to live his own life. And like, you know, he he wasn't super interested in like continuing to pursue this. And I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, what am I doing? And so, and the, I, so I moved. So I finished community college because I was like, congratulations. Excuse me. I just burped <laughs> into the microphone. Um, so I finished community college and then was like, okay, I gotta, I'm moving to Chicago. I want to go to Columbia college. I'm going to study film, all this stuff. And so I went, I went to Columbia and they were like, well, she's just jumping straight from the frying pan to the fire. She is, you are, you are in for it. You are not going to serve. Like, you're not going to do well, blah, blah, Who said blah. That? Like some like elders in my congregation. Oh, I thought you were talking about like the Columbia staff. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> No, like people from my church, they're like, they're like, you, like, you are like college is it's, it's dangerous. The rumspringer. Well, and to be clear, Jehovah's Witnesses don't discourage college. If you want to get secondary education, like go for it. But it's, it's very much like, what are you going for? Are you going for money? Are you going for greed? Blah, blah, blah. It's it's probably greed on your part, right? Yeah, I was, I'm a very greedy person (laughs) to want to survive on my own. Um, so how dare I not be 21 and have three children? Um, so yeah, so I left and my brother was doing his own thing, blah, blah, blah. 
And I was interested in this boy in the congregation. And he and I always had this like connection and blah, blah, blah. We're not going to name names, but let's no. just call him Josiah because I feel like he's a Josiah. <laughs> well, that's not his name. But yeah, we'll Good, go so with we'll Josiah. Good, so we'll use that then. <laughs> uh, if that was his name, then we would have to stop using it and we would have yeah. given away his name. Uh, but he and I always had this connection, whatever. And yeah, you he, Josiah. Came, he came down to visit me in the city. And oh my God, we had some drinks and we made out. With Josiah? And he stayed overnight in my apartment in Chicago. And he felt so guilty. Like, literally all we did was kiss. That's it. And he slept over. Was there any tongue? Yeah. (gasps) Okay. But like, clothes on. We slept in the same bed. Clothes on. Socks? Probably. (laughs) It was like October. Just just checking. Uh, But he... um, and I feel bad kind of sharing this story, but like it's what happened to me and mm-hmm. I'm still fucking pissed about it. Um, I mean, I'm over it, but like, uh, <laughs> so we made out. He feels so goddamn guilty. Goes and tells the elders of the congregation like this happened, blah, 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 blah. He gets what's called reproved. So it's not disfellowshipping. It's like the step above re- uh, disfellowshipping. So it's like, it's like, it's a slap on the wrist. Okay. Um, I was what was considered an unbaptized publisher. So I was still knocking on doors. I did all that, but I wasn't baptized. Uh, I got, and like, so they called to tell me, they're like, we're removing you as an unbaptized publisher. And I was like, all right. <laughs> like, if that's what you're going to do, like, I don't feel bad about what happened. And then I had multiple middle-aged men calling me calling me calling me calling me we need to know exactly what happened we need to know where your hands were we need to know um like what parts of your bodies oh. you touched we need to know this we need to know this hi um it's Not women, me. i need to know middle-aged men men the, yeah, me, women have no another issue i have it's women have women are very much secondary to men this isn't a lot of christian households I've, religions i've heard of this dynamic yes <laughs> Uh, so it's like the man is the head of the household. So yeah, it's damn right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But like he, um, so, so there were like three different middle-aged men calling me being like, we need details. We need details. We need to know what happened. And it started to feel perverse. And I was like, I remember I was driving to visit a friend at Northern Illinois university. And I was like, I've told you everything that's happened. I have nothing else to say to you. I've got to go. Click. I can probably tell you as a man right now that the likelihood that it was perverse was probably correct. Oh, sure. At least two of those three men, if to not conti- all three. Hold on. For sure. So let then, me hear you, let I'm me hear living my life. I'm I'm working. I'm going to school. I'm working at a pizza place downtown Chicago. I'm busting which, my Which butt. pizza place? Eduardo's. It doesn't exist anymore, but I still get their frozen <laughs> okay. pizza in the grocery store. Okay. Um, so... Uh, I was working at Eduardo's in the South Loop. Two elders from my congregation. Granted, this is in the suburbs. Dang. They came all the way down to my restaurant, <sighs> sat down, and they're like, we would really like to talk to you. And I was like, yo, I'm working. Get the fuck You're not even in my section. I was like, you are welcome to eat here. But like, I'm not talking to you. And I like was like, I, I can't. I can't do this. <laughs> and it was so 
I know in their mindset and in their hearts, they were, they were trying to help me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that shit was very inappropriate. You can try, you can, hmm, man, this gets tricky, right? Because you can try to be helpful um, and still have mixed intentions, mm-hmm. right? You could, um, on the surface level, you could be trying to do something good, but your ego can still get in the way. You can be trying to do something good, but there's still something a little perverse happening, mm-hmm. right? You could be trying to do something good, but ultimately it's really a little bit more about you and the group versus the um, the individual you're, you say you're trying to take care of, right? Or it's more about you... Um, trying to strengthen in your own head um, and um, make more allowances for what you believe. And it's more about that than trying to take care of the individual. So it's like, yeah. there can be there can be simultaneously both things at the same time, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, And that's where it gets complicated. And these men, they're not psychologists. They're not theology majors. They're men who have worked their way up into the congregation. In charge of my life and my happiness and my like my path and it's like okay i know it's everything is rooted in scripture but like you don't know everything (laughs) you don't know everything about my life what's going on with me me as like at the core like who i am as a person and it's just it's very troubling to me And, and this goes across the board any religion, right? Like, who put you in charge? And what qualifications do you have to be giving people guidance on their lives and all this stuff? And there are people that probably need some serious psychological help. And they're not getting it. They're not getting what they need because it's like, oh, well, I'll rely on this. This is going to be the answer. And it's like... You're you're not in charge of that. Yeah. <laughs> like there's, I, I don't know. And I, I don't know the stance on all that now. It may have changed. It may have changed. Again, this is 20 years ago. Whew. Whew. Yeah. Who knew? But it, it, this, is, this is not necessarily a funny, funny uh, session. <laughs> it, it, uh, it never needed to be. Yeah. No, I. This is. It's. Would you. There's a lot of people who have. A dynamic like this in their life um, that they can relate to, whether it's religion or like some uh, overextension of authority. Like, mm-hmm. how much does like what you're talking about even mirror, you know, abuse of power in a corporation? Oh, a hundred percent. Right. So it's like it's something like we can, all, sadly, many of us can relate to. Yeah. Right. This like absolute power of people. Who are completely infallible? Who are completely fallible? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, how much? You know, man. And like, yeah, who's keeping them in check? And to hide behind the veil of like, well, I was brought here, like, you know, I'm I'm doing God's will, and like, I'm a holy person, and it's like, oh, guess what? Fifteen years later, I know that you had an affair on your wife. like like you know some of these things happen and what's refreshing is that things come to a head and you know i don't know if it's refreshing i don't relish in people's failures or upsets but like everybody's imperfect 
And I, I don't think like, yeah, for someone to be able to rule over other people's happiness or pursuits or dreams or making out with a boy, (laughs) like is pretty fucked up. I mean, that's it. Everybody is imperfect. And, you know, like, which is something, no matter how you grew up, you learn that at some point as you become an adult, Mm -hmm. right? It's like the veil is removed Mm -hmm. and everybody's imperfect. Well, and everybody's different. Like, and celebrating people's differences versus like, you're not one of us is terrifying. Like, it's terrifying to think like, oh, just because I don't want to do this, I'm out. And and again, like you said, like that fear, like that, like, oh, if I if I actually go after like something that's really gonna make me happy, how many people spend how many years in their lives being like, I can't do this because I will lose XYZ. And it's it's really sad. <laughs> yeah. It's also really sad too, because you know, it, here's how I feel too about like religion is like there are things that are like so good and so on the right track there's no way that like if it was like all that awful like that many people would be following it right Mm -hmm. and um it's unfortunate to me that there becomes this group dynamic where there's like no room for dissent Mm -hmm. um there's i also feel like um there's a sense where people feel like they become infallible when they're like have a religious belief, not that they would say that overtly that mm-hmm. I'm an infallible person, but they believe they know the word of God and the word of God is infallible. So I, you know, I have an infallible understanding on things and um, we are all human and that gets twisted very quickly and people get, people are wrong and people get hurt and people um, are felt uh, meant to felt on the outside and if you try to speak up on behalf of yourself, the power of the group and the infallibility of the group is like, can't hear it. Mm-hmm. They can't hear it. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's there's definitely um, a new perspective you have when you're on the outside that you can't fathom when you're on the inside yeah. about why people um, take issue with what's going on in your religious group or your uh, religious beliefs. I like I don't know if I said that coherently. I've had at least half of a glass of Le Grange oh, 360 wine of Spain, Trader Joe's. It's six dollars. I graduated from five dollar wines to six dollar wines recently. Maybe one day you'll join <laughs> us at the twelve. Are you bottle. doing twelves? You know, I like I like a twelve dollar <laughs> I mean, who doesn't like a twelve dollar wine? But I don't throw down too you know, often on a twelve dollar wine. It's funny. I barely ever drink red wine. You're a white wine. I, I am. I am like a woman on a back porch drinks a Chardonnay kind of gal. But this is this is actually very tasty. What is it? Is it like a? <laughs> it's again. It's Le Grange <laughs> three sixty. If you're more of a oh, label person, label. if you're looking for the label, that zebra's it's a on zebra. the rag. And I think they have one with another animal on it too. Okay. <laughs> It's a Tempranillo, Grenache. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, it's nice. <laughs> Jessica, so. this has been such a delight. Oh, man. Are uh, we at the end? I think we're at the end. <laughs> How do you feel? How do I you feel? 
you know, it's, it's it's tricky talking about this sort of stuff, don't you think? Yeah, I think um, there's a lot of emotions involved. There's family involved. There's there is a lot, and it's like again, I think, and we've said this before. Like the intention is never to paint anybody in a bad light, or it's just like, hey, this is just not for me. Mm. And like, uh, I I there are so many values and. Um, strengths that i got from having that upbringing right things 100 percent, and things it's like and whether it's taught me what i want or what i don't want things i'm good at things i want to challenge myself to go beyond um so like if religion's your thing i'm not bashing the fact that you have belief 100 percent. i'm not i'm not doing that it just wasn't wasn't for me hmm so I subscribe to the cult of improv. <laughs> oh my god, we have one more hour now. We have to talk. We we I, could. Can I say this? When yeah. I um, did you watch Tiger King? Yes. When I watched Tiger King, especially Carol Baskin's um, uh, like world of like stages like of moving up and like being able uh-huh. to like take care of the tigers and Carol Baskin not really knowing your name until uh, you know year five. I was like, oh my god, that's IO theater. Wait, she didn't know her name. Well, it's like people are like, oh, they probably she probably won't even know your name as a volunteer until like, oh, you're here for like five oh, years or uh-huh. like, you know what I mean? I'm like, damn, that sounds like improv theaters in so general. Weird. Which are their own little. Do you want to do two episodes? <laughs> yeah, please come back. We'll have white wine next time. Thank it you. won't be Le Range 360. <laughs> from spain <laughs> the one with perhaps the bleeding camel oh is that what the other one is <laughs> no no it doesn't look like it does. oh no it's sorry zebra. It's zebra. he's had too much i've had too much wine uh, can we talk about balls again yeah for sure <laughs> next episode <laughs> thank you jessica thank you for having me thanks everybody for listening yeah. Yeah. Oh. Love